The Lord be with you. A reading from the conclusion of the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. The eleven disciples went to Galilee to the mountain to which Jesus had ordered them. When they saw him, they worshipped, but they doubted. Then Jesus approached and said to them, All power in heaven and on earth has been given to me. Go, therefore, and make disciples of all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, teaching them to observe all that I have commanded you. And behold, I am with you always, to the end of the age. The Gospel of the Lord. The Lord be with you. We're getting to now the, the end of our Easter season, celebrating the ascension of our Lord and shortly the descent of the Holy Spirit at Pentecost. I can imagine for those first disciples when Jesus ascended up into heaven, they were realizing and recognizing that their lives had been forever changed. And Jesus wanted them to go to the whole world and, and spread that, what we call the good news, that he is alive, that he is real, that heaven is for real. Whether it's your first time ever with us at St. Gabriel's or you've been a longtime member, whether you're confident in your faith or not really so sure that you believe anything at all, I know that there are, are some things that unite us all together because we're human. All of us in our hearts desire to be loved. All of us need to be known by another and to be accepted despite whatever it is someone might know about us, right? We want to belong, we want joy, we want peace, we want happiness. It's part of the human experience, and it's what, in different ways, we're all looking for. I bring this up because for those apostles and disciples at the Ascension, they had found the answer to those desires in Christ. Now, I... If you look in the bulletin, you'll see a bunch of pictures of a group that went to the Holy Land this past week. I had uh, the privilege of going with them. It was such a grace to spend some time there in the land Jesus walked. And it's so powerful when you go to the Holy Land is that it all fits together when you read the scriptures. It makes sense. It's real. Like, this is the place Jesus was walking. These are the buildings where the events happened and the people that live there have been safeguarding those places for 2,000 years. It's not just a story, it's real. I wanna share just one little event that happened on the Friday morning of our trip. We had the grace of going to the Holy Sepulcher and that's the building, it's kind of a large connection of buildings that covers where Jesus was crucified, where the cross was placed, the place where his body was laid for being wrapped in the shroud, and then the tomb itself, 
where he rose, they're all in sort of the same building. It's uh, the place that we were going that morning was to go say mass at the tomb where Jesus rose from the dead. It's the holiest site for us Christians. And so when we got there sometime around five in the morning, a little after, there was already a long line of people waiting to get in. The, the tomb itself is like a little building inside of a building. The size of the tomb is, it's kind of like a glorified walk-in closet. It's not that big, right? You just sort of have to bend down and kind of go under one door and then you are in one little closet, you could say, and then there's another door in, in where the actual stone is where Jesus was laid. And so we were to say mass there and we were uh, excited that we got to skip the line and all 25 of us packed into this closet, like kind of like sardines were here and then they shut the door behind us and we were gonna have mass. Well, you can't really uh, say mass in the normal way because I was on one side and only about three people could stand in there with me. So we just started taking turns, those that were there would come in for a few moments and then go out and the next group would come in and I was there celebrating mass, kind of celebrating it sort of alone because it wasn't like I was gonna give a homily to you know the, the three people scrunched in behind me. So we just sort of did the mass, but at a certain point in the mass, I'm looking at the altar which is right on the stone where Jesus rose from the dead and there's a piece of bread there. It's the, the host. And in that moment before the consecration, it was just a piece of bread. And yet, in some beautiful, mysterious way at the words of consecration, when I held that up, it became the presence of Christ. Sacramentally, not the way Jesus rose in his glorified body, but he was no less present all of a sudden there in the tomb with us. And then I went out to the other room with the communion hosts to give communion to all those parishioners there. And I can tell you that there, there was a lot of tears of joy and relief on their faces at being in this place where Jesus rose and knowing it's real and he's here with us and he's changed our lives. No different than these apostles and disciples on the Feast of the Ascension where Jesus had changed their lives and said, now go share this good news about what it means to be saved, what it means to be a Christian. We left that tomb and we walked back to our hotel and there was a, a contemplative silence among the group. It was, it's something you can't put into words. Christianity is not about rules. It's not about ideas. Christians aren't judgmental people, neurotic people worried about the end of the world. Christians are people whose lives have been touched by a person. And if you want love, you want joy, you want acceptance and belonging, you'll find that in Christ and in Christ alone. That's the good news that we're to share when we leave here. By the way our life is lived, the beauty of our faith, the people we meet will see us and just know something's different about this person. For our young ones here, you're about to receive Jesus for the first time and I hope that it will be so special 
that Jesus will change your life and you'll be excited every time you come to church from now on because you'll get to receive Jesus in the Eucharist. That makes coming to Mass a little more exciting, I hope, and easier for you. And then you'll be able to share with your friends what happened today and tell them all about who Jesus is for you. In the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Spirit, amen.